and welcome to another episode of an african conquering the world podcast this is episode 17 of 54 54 episodes one episode a week for a year um, and after that would we'll consider either continuing or shutting the podcast down this episode continues a discussion that we've been having prior to us having the powwows with the team in Lagos. I'm on the road now and therefore it's it's only appropriate to continue the thoughts that we have been having over the past few years. Now, the, the a very important thing happened to us as African architects in the last week. It's something that we should rejoice over. Congratulations to Kerry and his practice, Kerry Architecture, for winning the first um, Pritzker Prize ever won by a black person, and most importantly, by an African. It's an amazing moment for our continent, an amazing moment for our architecture. Uh, and now that the prize has come home, I think it's time for us to abandon our childishness and start to try to create architecture. The architect Peter Cook, in a lecture I attended in Singapore uh, five years ago, showed a couple of slides and was saying that some countries and some continents are still in the face of um, problem solving with architecture and therefore can never experiment on on deeper imaginative pieces of architecture. And so us winning the Pritzker Prize through Francis Kerry for the first time, and I believe there are several more to come, opens up our architecture to move from its need to be juvenile to a place where it can show itself to the world and show our creativity on a higher level to the world. In other words, I, I, I think that it's time for us to stop being reactionary and trend followers and start to accept our ancestral architectural knowledge and start to make a trend for ourselves so that we can create proper responses in our own way and in our own languages. So I think that this is an amazing moment for us as African architects and I think that is something that we need to capitalize on to create even bigger and better responses in the future. You see, um, African architecture, by its very nature, by if anybody's an observer of it, is incomplete. You see, the forms themselves are incomplete, and typically, our architecture erupts from a base, a, 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 an empty base. So we post-justify what we do and therefore we are not following in any of the lines in architecture or we're not making a new line. We are constantly making our architecture reactionarily. Uh, the client comes to you, he wants a house, you react to that and make the architecture. And so there's no projection forward for what our, our our aspirations can be and what we might want in the future. So it just simply means that our architecture constantly plays catch up and constantly 
is just a form you in, in a way that the outlook of our architecture is more important than the content and again let's 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 look at this from a more mature perspective the content of architecture is not the spatial content of it it's the theoretical con- content and the the intellectual content that leads to the creation of the architecture um designing the house and avoiding putting a toilet in the kitchen for instance is not a theoretical angle and um or trying to ensure that the roof slopes water out is not a theoretical angle there are things that those problems have been solved if you're not bringing another a more elegant solution to the problem then you're actually just using already t- tested methods and that's that's fine you see um try as we might as architects in africa uh architecture always ends up it always ends up being about its outlook or um or about some form of materiality that is not that does not really task the materials to performance but just tasks to outlook and contrast between materials so architecture is not is not architecture in the sense of the fact that it it does something it's architecture in the sense of the fact that it provides shelter and it's 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 tragic that in 2020 in africa we're still trying to provide shelter and um and and protect ourselves from the harm of outside when in reality all the 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 dangerous things and elements on the outside of our of the walls we make have been conquered by technology so making a defensive house to keep us away from the elements and to keep us safe from animals and things like that is actually in this time is a misnomer it doesn't really work because these things have been people can people go there's something called glamping now glamour camping that people go and spend weeks outside in the wild but are able to control their environment in tents so the the argument that architecture is shelter and protection from the wind and protection from the elements and it's it's a it's a null argument in the sense that we've built cities and trapped ourselves within these cities so the the things that we that we think that our homes should protect us from are things that our homes can't protect us from so we need to free architecture and liberate it so that we can create newer ways of inhabiting our cities and newer world views because architecture is if not anything a generator of world views and it, 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 the, the 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 problem with uh, with 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 this inability to use architecture to generate new world views is that we tend to become very reactionary as professionals so we we celebrate the bizarre we celebrate the loud the obvious and we step away from the deep the intellectual the things that need to be worked on with time so we're in a position where outlook is everything and the outlook that we are fighting for is not one that is created by us it's not one that is that can be understood by the people 
in our it, it, it's one that forces us to move from what we are as people to what somebody else forces upon us from his understanding of the culture of the world now there's a seamless understanding of what the world's culture can be but we have our place in it it's in a way that our place should be solidified by our ability to think in a certain way if you're a wristwatch it's better to be the dial than to be the the surface on which the dial is placed on we need to figure out what we are architecture is is fast consumable but it never dies it's a form it's a color it's a contrast but it's never a thought it's never a worldview um we've never been able to use architecture for its pride of place to move us into a position where and not the architects but us as a people and, and help to to position us in the world in a way that we can make the right arguments and provide some form of contribution to the growth of the world through the way we live and the way we make our buildings architecture traps time and we've trapped time really badly again we must also avoid the obvious um must avoid avoid the obvious and, and and that incessant need to try to belong into something because without understanding the history of things things only become a pastiche and you always exist at the periphery of things so for instance modern architecture there's a deep history of removal refusal um reduction exclusion that encompasses modern architecture um i'm going to have a conversation with my friend shim um uh Oduwale, who who is building the jk randall uh, museum in lagos i would have in the next few weeks i'm going to set up a a conversation to discuss modernism and its exclusive exclusionist um, characteristics as a as as a as a style and, and the way that architecture was made. So again, we find ourselves pursuing forms of modernism, Afro modernism, uh, pure modernism, mayor's modernism, um, these white or anti-white boxes that are white or black boxes that are created as to as a, as a reduction of of thought that uh, and 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 not based on our culture of plenty so and neither are they based on the technology of the time and the connectivity of that technology so we build too much but that building is not good enough it's our cities then become choked with bad work and therefore we can't see a holistic picture our houses are filled with too many walls there's no free enough space for people to interact the way that they interact on social media I, um, an architecture can foster such interactions so we need to figure it out in the sense that our ancestors and our ancestry had figured out that architecture 
within architecture there must be free space for activities to happen and people to meet in in unprogrammed ways our houses our way of thinking has to catch up to that because the world is in a position where it's only the traditional learning of africa that can provide the habitation and the cities for the world's future but i digress um like i said we're a little bit reactionary and this reactionary um, behavior shows itself red's ugly head in art and architecture um in architecture you see these form conscious buildings um all the time that are so fixated on how they look that after a while they become ugly ugly ducklings walking on the street so again there's an intellectual basis that that outlook wipes away from from um the uh, production of architecture and we need to get that back excuse me now um the the this this i said this also has read his, his head over years in art and that um that ugly head is is this need to only make portraiture and only capture things as we can see them meanwhile our ancestors captured things captured the essence of things captured the spiritual basis of things today we can only capture things as they are and if you capture things as they are they last only for the moment that they are captured but if you capture the essence of things you leave a road map for other people to use your capturing to move the world forward just a step and that's important we have to stop being selfish and drawing portraits and making these form centric buildings to look like our ancestors looked and create these these understandings that are based on a more a, a based less on form and more on the on a deeper I'd like to say spiritual understanding of 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 a thing the essence of things because if you capture a person's face it's a face and it lasts for the amount of time that a face lasts for but if you capture his essence that essence can be translated and transmuted over time so again a uh, a uh, 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 reactionary nature has wiped away all forms of essence and ethos from architecture that was being developed by people like Dimas in the 60s we have we're focused on technique and not technology we're f- focused on idea and not intellectual uh, intellectual um, output we're focused on form and not content so there's a problem that needs to be we need we need to do a, a total about face a 180 degree turn to change the way we look at the world and architecture should be at the forefront of that now one other characteristic of this incompleteness of our architecture is a it's a a need to to make all our architecture in one color 
and not because the color is created by the technology but because the color mimics a certain characteristic of a material that our ancestry used which therefore makes our architecture feel as though it's earthy and African. That color is brown. There's n- I have nothing against mud, but mud cannot be industrialized in the way that other materials can. The properties of mud, however, can be industrialized. We need to focus on the properties of mud, not the color and those forms of characteristics. Although the colors, those dark colors, are good for our environment. I find it unnecessary to paint all our buildings in those colors in a need to look in a certain way and to be accepted as a certain kind of architecture. Like a, a couple of people I've discussed with over the last two few weeks have, have said, in Africa we design for the market for, for architectural online magazines. That needs to stop. Um architecture is incomplete there's no there's no there's no way to argue around that and we've further reduced this this uh, architecture to become these to become bare brown boxes with sloped roofs so the architecture of colonial britain the architecture that colonial Britain brought to, to us, for instance, in Nigeria, let's, let's use Nigeria as a yardstick, was a bare box with small windows and a, and, and a mono-pitch roof. That architecture has resurfaced and with a new kind of avant-garde. And that architecture of poverty has become the architecture of the times and is being proliferated by people who should know better. We need to determine what our forms are, determine how our forms interact, and determine what we do that we call architecture. We have given the determ- ability to determine architecture to other people, and the gods are watching. Agreed, architecture is a problem-solving art. It's not a very easy thing to deny. But the fact that we keep hiding under the guise of this problem solving to create very poor design, both in outlook, in, 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 in its way of working, and in its, in its way of being composed, you know, the, the fact that we, we create poor design and even poor architecture while saying that we're making it for the people becomes a problem. We need to step away from that. We have collectively initiated a regime of hovels and huts for our people and we have reduced them in the eyes of the world to people who live poorly who poverty is their portion and the gods are watching we should not equivocate our need to help though we need to help people we need to also give people dignity. Our job is to use our craft to create dignity and to sharpen worldviews. Um, without much 
much of um, without much ado we, we must know that when we make forms we should, we should never oversimplify them we should never hyper reduce them to bare boxes because those boxes were created to make the fastest version of architecture so for, for by somebody who didn't understand the people we should learn to understand ourselves and make a better architecture because architecture should be we should be making environmental systems that enhance our environment enhance our economies we should move away from our form centric thinking because we have just won our first pritzker and we need to act like it we're no more children in architecture we're now mature even if the pritzker doesn't quite say that we're mature or not we were, we were supposed to have been more mature than the rest of the world it's time for us to act the way that um, our ancestors have left us the le- we act through the legacy our ancestors have left for us and to make our environments cities architecture objects as good as possible with the with with the technology of the time we should we need to stop hiding behind the fact that um we come from a continent that is not is not is not monetarily as rich as it can be and our people are suffering to make bad objects and not give them a springboard not give ourselves a springboard to get to where we should get to as a people we have just won our first pritzker and the gods were watching we need to act like it have a blessed week and please follow us on instagram at aacw podcast like and share our, our content and also share this amongst your network help us to build a, a bigger fan base and to get traction around the world thank you very much for listening see you next week